this side note is all about journaling. Now, there are a number of different benefits of journaling. It can actually have a really profound impact on what you do during the day, on the outcomes that you have, and also with alleviating anxiety, stress, and even depression. And this is researched and documented. So you may have anecdotal experience of what I'm sharing, but there's also a significant amount of research now that backs this up. And one of the things that I found really quite empowering when I was doing my training as a positive psychologist is the impact that journaling can have on assisting one to provide or to find a direction to gain clarity and also to identify things that they don't want to do. Now, you may know a lot about how to journal, what to do, how not to do it. But my question is, do you actually have a journaling practice? And most people that I coach or work with, or even in group coaching scenarios, will say that they would like to have a daily journaling practice, but they don't. And here's the thing. As I'm speaking, you're probably thinking about journaling as a written exercise. And I would encourage you to think about it like this. Because sure, there is a different kind of energy and impact that comes from the the journaling that you do with a pen and paper. But at the same time, you can also journal through voice notes or through making videos or through any other creative means that you seek and you enjoy. The key thing here, though, is about actually doing that piece of reflection. And even in the the research that I do for my doctorate thesis, there's a lot in there about reflexivity and reflection. And it always takes me back to an incredible book that I had to buy as I was qualifying as an architect in terms of my professional practice. And that book is The Reflective Practitioner by Donald Sean. And I look at it sitting on my bookshelf, you know, that that particular copy that I have is more than 20 years old. But it's just so powerful in terms of teaching and advising how to bring in a reflective practice during the day. And I know that many of you that are listening in are coaches or facilitators or professionals or parents or carers in some way, shape or form. And I would advise all of you, whether you're in those groups or not, to really think about what can you do to have a reflective practice, ideally at both ends of the day, but if not, just a couple of seconds or a couple of moments in the morning thinking about what's going to be coming up for you. And then a couple of minutes at the end, how was your day? And this side note is not about gratitude, but it could be, but we will do a separate side note on gratitude and and how to actually build up a gratitude practice that is embedded in 
the research, but also means that you actually experience it viscerally rather than doing it as a checkbox exercise. And so I'd like this to act not just as something where I impart information to you about journaling, but also for you to think about how can you bring a journaling or reflective practice into your day, whether it just be through thoughts or uh, pausing or a meditation, or you even actually start to write things down. And if you're looking for more ideas on how to journal, then in the book, Results, the Art and Science of Getting It Done, I actually go through the science of journaling, how to do it, why it's really, really impactful and powerful, and how the process of journaling itself is in some ways quite instrumental to you getting the results and the outcomes that you seek for in your own life. So please take this as a side note, reminder to reflect and journal and pause. If you enjoyed this episode of With Sayada, I'd appreciate it if you could rate, review and subscribe. It helps other people find out about the podcast and the work of the Centre for Belonging and Understanding.